Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wednesday, August the 7th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. Coming up today, AEW are hitting the road. For the WWE, the road to SummerSlam is straight ahead. And for two members of the WWE locker room, they are on the side of the road having their tires changed. I've, I've got an injury update on two wrestlers, basically. And... We're here to crush, kill, and destroy. Let's do it. How wonderfully ridiculous is Steve Austin's new TV show going to be? We'll talk about that soon. We're sitting here celebrating week one, and we shoot on the building for week two. Oh, my gosh. Wait, we Nick? Every single week. You're right. You guys didn't book us. Your Nick was supposed to book week two. Oh, my God. There's four. Just, I, right? I, you're right. You're I'm right. just so used to when you guys every three months. I got it. I got the perfect city in the U.S. of A. What is it? My favorite city. Okay. Boston. Okay. Come on. Oh, Boston. Boston. Good You're just a mark for Larry Bird. Yes, I am. Basketball. Yeah. No, not Boston. Come on, Boston. We're a real bad. city. Where? Like a real what? city. Like a what? city yeah. that rhymes with Kelly. Kelly. Uh-huh. Smelly? Belly? How do you just... Philly. Oh, Philly. Okay, okay. Philly. So we now know the host cities for the second and third TV episodes of AEW's brand new live Wednesday night show. They will be held at the Aganis Arena in Boston on October the 9th, followed by the Lyacorus Center in Philadelphia on October the 16th. I apologize if I have scuppered the pronunciations of your beautiful arenas to Philadelphia and Boston. Um, this is the start of something very exciting. Some really, really cool venues to get things underway. Boston itself is a is a cool place to do wrestling in. And obviously Philadelphia has got an incredible wrestling pedigree. I'm expecting at least one ECW chant and possibly a run-in by Tommy Dreamer. Make that a thing. Uh, now, read into this what you will, but AEW have also started following a whole load of venues and arenas on Twitter. These include, and aren't limited to, uh, the Sears Center Arena in Chicago, the Pepsi Center in Denver, the Target Center in Minneapolis, the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans, the Q Arena in Cleveland, the PNC Arena in Raleigh, the FeeServe Forum in Milwaukee, I'm sorry, Milwaukee, the Forum in Inglewood, the Wells Fargo Center in Philly, the Toyota Center in Houston, the Seattle Center Arena, the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas, and Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Now, these are just accounts they've started following on Twitter. doesn't necessarily mean anything at this point. I mean, I, I follow a health club on Twitter, but that's only because my mate runs it. Once we know more, of course, here at Cultaholic, 
you will know more as well. But we have the first couple of weeks of locations for All Elite Wrestling. It is becoming a thing in less than two months. Who did it? <coughs> oh, who did it? <coughs> Tell me who did it. Who did it? I'm on a name. Rowan! Who? Rowan! Rowan did it. Who? Rowan. Rowan? You're talking about... You talking about Daniel Bryan and Rowan? I didn't see Daniel Bryan. I just saw Rowan. All roads in the WWE now lead to SummerSlam. A few takeaways from last night's Go Home Smackdown for you right now. Uh, Ryan Satin from the Pro Wrestling Sheet uh, tweeted two things last night. Uh, one, he said, from what I'm hearing, Eric Bischoff still hasn't had much influence on the creative direction of SmackDown Live. One source told me he hasn't suggested or pitched anything that's made TV yet. Sounds like he's still getting familiar with his new surroundings. And also, Ryan Satin tweeted, heard from a few sources that Vince McMahon has decided he's not satisfied with tonight's SmackDown Live script and is redoing the whole show with only two hours left before SummerSlam's go-home episode begins. Yikes. Uh, but what did go out on TV was, uh, was incredibly focused towards this Sunday show. A few takeaways from it. Charlotte Flair and Trish Stratus went face-to-face that resulted in a lot of smack talk and one literal smack from Trish to Charlotte. Dolph Ziggler came out to Goldberg's music doing the whole walking through the arena entrance thing as well. That was very funny. Well done, sir. Uh, Kevin Owens was left lying by Shane McMahon and Elias. Shane McMahon, uh, more than Elias, to be perfectly honest, was doing the beatdown. Shane McMahon lifted the announce table onto Kevin Owens and then drop-kicked a chair into his face. At this point now, Shane McMahon is a bit like when you play one of the 2K games and you max out all the stats on your creator wrestler. That's what he feels like right now. Sami Zayn and Alistair Black had their SummerSlam match tonight. Uh, Black won very decisively. And we've got a Firefly Funhouse as well. Bray Wyatt says, we hurt for so long, and now it's Finn Balor's turn to hurt. And then said, the Fiend is coming for Balor. Kofi took us back 10 years and talked about his feud with Randy Orton. They played a clip from 2009 uh, of Orton shouting stupid at Kofi, like a genuine moment of shoot frustration from Randy Orton that has now become a major part of this story. Kofi says that Randy Orton didn't like working with him and, and used his, 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 his leeway backstage to keep Kofi down. And uh, it's vindication this Sunday. In one three and a half minute promo, they really added a little bit of fire to this title match this Sunday at SummerSlam. The New Day defeated Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Afterwards, Bryan and Rowan beat out the New Day. And then we go backstage where Roman Reigns attacks Buddy Murphy. That's uh, tying a nice little bow on that internet rumor. Well done, guys. Uh, Buddy revealed that he saw Roma, Rowan near the scene of the crime last week. Obviously, he saw Roman, but he also saw Eric Rowan there last night. The plot thickens, and we will have an answer come SummerSlam. Another strong go-home show from the WWE. All the pieces seem to have fallen into place for SummerSlam. Uh, on the YouTube channel today, we'll do a deep dive into last night's SmackDown, your WTF moments with Ross, and SmackDown graded with Adam Pacitti. We'll get you up to speed with everything else that happened on a very busy show. Another match added for SummerSlam is from 205 Live. Uh, we saw only Lorcan win a six-pack challenge to become the number one contender 
for Drew Gulak's Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak is a technical marvel as a wrestler, and only Lorkin is intense fire. This is going to be a very different kind of Cruiserweight Championship match, and I am excited to see it. We're sending our best to two of WWE's own that are currently on the sidelines. Uh, you may have seen Bobby Lashley and Ruby Riot's names coming up in that inactive list that was published by Fightful last week. Um, we know that Ruby Riot has suffered an injury. We can tell you that last night, Ruby had the second round of surgery on her shoulder. Uh, it was a bilateral injury that she suffered and it requires two rounds under the knife. The rumor is now she's going to miss out the rest of the year, but be back in time for the Royal Rumble. And Bobby Lashley, uh, the reason for him not being around much lately, uh, turns out is he's recovering from elbow surgery. The injury he suffered is unknown, but he's expected to return to action in November, potentially in time for a Lashley-Lesnar match at Survivor Series. Been teasing that a little bit online. We'll see. So the Raw rating was up. Congratulations, guys. You can have a little sit down for a bit. There was a 7% increase in viewership from the Raw before SummerSlam. Uh, the second hour had the most eyes, and there was only a 0.3% difference between the first and the third. It's always good to see that throughout those three hours, they retain the majority of their viewers and that's exactly what's happened this time of course it was in the final segment of the show where we saw Goldberg arrive and Dave Meltzer uh, has been speaking about this on Wrestling Observer Live and he discussed the relationship that Goldberg has with the new executive director of Raw Paul Heyman uh, the plan may very well be to actually keep Goldberg around a little longer and use him as a sort of living legend who comes in to major cities to mix things up a little bit I guess we'll see how that pans out on Sunday, dependent on what happens in Goldberg's match with Dolph Ziggler. We might get an idea of where Goldberg is going from here. And it's worth mentioning, if you're a video game fan, uh, Ukes, who spent 20 years making the WWE games as a developer, uh, have parted ways with the WWE. Uh, WWE say thank you for an amazing 20-year partnership with them, but they're going in a different direction. Now, this is important because if you've ever played wrestling games, chances are they've been developed by Ukes. And I'm talking all the way back to sort of No Mercy on the, on the N64. Before that, WrestleMania 2000, WCW NWO Revenge on the N64 was developed by Ukes. And this is exciting because Ukes have said that now that they've parted ways with the WWE, they are looking into a new wrestling IP. And they're currently starting early work on it as well. So we're going to get more wrestling games. Can't be a bad thing. And finally... Straight up, Steve Austin is less talk. You ready to do this? Let's do it. More show. I have never done anything like this. My turf. Their stories. I heard you speak of your experience at 9-11. I volunteered to go back on active duty. And one hell of a good time. We're here to crush, kill, and destroy. Let's do it. Straight up, Steve Austin. This is Steve Austin's new TV show that starts next week. It's kind of a pseudo-reality show slash interview program slash Top Gear because they drive cars a bit. Steve Austin's going to be chatting to guests on his ranch in the show. Uh, the first episode is loaded. It's got Becky Lynch, country singer and actor Trace Atkins, NASCAR lad Dale Earnhardt Jr. and comedian Gabriel Iglesias. And he does that whilst driving around in fast cars and sometimes blowing stuff up. Learn what it's like to spend a day Steve Austin style. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
Straight Up Steve Austin premieres August 12th on USA. Hey, that's going to do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast today. Check out our YouTube channel for Smackdown Graded with Adam Pacitti. And Ross is back with your WTF moments for Smackdown last night as well. And at Cultaholic.com, Adam Hangman Page is chatting about the creative freedom he has given in AEW. And if you could give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, a five-star one would be lovely, but hey, it's up to you. Uh, the more people know about what we do, the more friends that we can share our conversations with you and I. Thanks very much for listening. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. 